0: Hi everyone, welcome back to my podcast. It's been a while, but it's so exciting to have something to finally say. And today we are going to be talking about how it takes to to tango. Yeah, in this particular contest, the two involved in the tango dance will be you, me, and God. So it's one thing to be in God's predestined plan and purpose for you and for me. And it's another thing to take responsibility for the parts that we are expected to play in God's plan and in God's purpose for our lives. For the most part, (laughs) You and I give excuses instead of taking responsibility, and we expect a full manifestation of God's purposes for our lives, and you know, that's just crazy because we didn't even get to play our part, and we are expecting that God will somehow take control of every part, and then everything will just you know align, and that's crazy. So, um, you see, for instance, we can take a look on you can take a look on um, adam's story we all know we're all familiar with the story of adam and eve in the garden adam god put adam in the garden of eden and put him in charge of everything in the garden and told him you can literally eat of every tree you can eat every fruit in this garden except the one that comes from a particular tree you can touch every other one but do not touch this one do not eat this one and his wife was totally aware of the agreement. He was aware of the, she was aware of the command. She was aware of the charge. But somehow she allowed the serpents to like get to her and convince her that there was nothing wrong with disobeying God. And then she took the fruit and she did not stop at that. She came and then she gave it to her husband. And her husband, who had the right to say no but didn't, took the fruit as well now god finally decides to come down and see what's going on and then instead of adam to like take responsibility for his action and um just you know apologize or just basically own up to the fact that he messed up and he disobeyed god he did not take responsibility he chooses to give an excuse and then he now indirectly accuses god for putting him in a compromising position He was like um the woman that you gave me was the one that asked me to eat the fruit like what do you mean the woman that you gave me like yes what about the woman he gave you god gave you a woman adam but he didn't take away your free will he didn't take away your choice you had a choice to make you could have said no you could have rejected it you could have scolded her there are a lot of things you could have done aside taking the fruit but you did take the fruit and now instead of taking responsibility for your actions you just decide like play the game the blame game and you know it's really not cool so basically i think what i think from that is that anything god gives you as a gift anything god gives me as a gift shouldn't take me farther away from god's instructions for me it shouldn't take you away farther from god's instructions for you it should take you closer to whatever god has instructed you to do and you should be ready to take responsibility you should be ready to take charge you should be ready to man up and like totally make the decision make conscious effort towards honoring that instruction that god has given you You know, God gave Moses the gift of performing powerful miracles, and in spite of that, God was aware that, okay, he had the capacity to perform certain miracles, but God instructed him at a particular point to speak to a rock, and out of anger, he, like, struck the rock instead, and it's not like the miracle didn't happen anyway. It happened, but... The point was he disobeyed the instruction, and God got got, that got um, God really mad about it, and um, so it cost Moses the promised land because God now says, because of this, you're not going to see the promised land. Fine, God gave him the gift that he used. I mean, striking a rock and performing a miracle—that's a gift. But he didn't comply with instructions so basically he was working in purpose and destiny but he wasn't really aligning with he wasn't cooperating he wasn't doing a tango dance but he was just doing what he liked which was not you know it didn't show um it didn't show cooperation between him and god so the thing is whether or not your fame Amongst your fan and your followers is at risk. Is not the issue. I'm talking about Saul right now. You know how um, Saul got an instruction to, like wait, and he didn't wait because he was like, ah, what are my followers going to say if they see that I'm just waiting here literally for god's prophet to come and do the necessary sacrifice that wouldn't make me popular i would not look cool anymore in front of my followers so let me just take matters into my hands and then he went you know i don't really want to get talking about all the people that um Are fond of giving excuses like myself. I don't want to keep talking about those people because then it will now make it seem like it is a hard and a difficult thing to like obey God's instructions and to follow through what He's instructed us to do. So, like, I'm just going to go straight into people that like honored instructions that I admire. And I'm going to start with Abraham. Like, Papa Abraham, God gave him a son at an old age a very very old age and he was i sometimes i wonder like when he was celebrating the naming ceremony maybe god would have told the other members of the Trinity that like hey i'm going to ask this guy to give me back this child that i have given him and the poor guy doesn't know what he's in for yet he doesn't know what he's celebrating and all of that but the truth is when the time came god asked him to sacrifice isaac and this man packed up Took his son to the location. Like, guys, if not me, oh my god, I'll be like, but God, why did you not give me this child? If you are going to ask me to give him back, like, why did you give me this guy in the first place? And even if I later grudgingly agree to give up the child, I'm going to still be like, but God, you're the one who is going to tell Sarah. I'm not going to tell Sarah about what happened. Like, you you have to break the news to her yourself. But anyway, that's. That's on the side. The truth is, Abraham took responsibility. He took charge for the instructions that he was giving. He did not give any excuses. He did not give any complaints. He did not bring up any defense. He just had deep-rooted trust and obedience. And then he just went ahead and, you know, complied with God's instruction. He doesn't have two heads. Another person that I have a deep admiration for is Joseph as joseph the Campinter who was excitedly looking forward to his wedding day with his virgin fiance only to find out that she was pregnant i can't even imagine the kind of heartbreak that he went through wondering what happened and why she would do that to him or why she would do that to herself even because to be honest getting pregnant out of wedlock at the time wasn't that popular and it was a very big deal and a very shameful thing at the time so this man now decided that okay since she's pregnant and there's nothing i can do i'm just going to call off the wedding privately and move on with my life i'm not going to drag her through the mud i'm not going to drag her reputation through the mud which is very ironic because i know some of us <laughs> small cheats like this the whole insta blog will have heard about it and all of that but that's by the way so god sent an angel to joseph to assure him that Mary didn't actually cheat and instruct him to take her back and raise a child that he did not help conceive. And man just got up and did just that. Can you, like, imagine what that was like? It's not like it was an easy choice. So, like, he did not give any excuses because to him at that point it didn't matter if his friend the wood seller guy called him a fool for marrying a pregnant woman who was probably unfaithful it also didn't matter whether his family had already arranged another virgin for him to marry it didn't matter how many times mary asked joseph are you sure you want to do this the truth was he just complied with god's instruction and he went ahead and did just what God asked him to do which took a lot of courage a lot of boldness a lot of you know deep rooted trust in God and um and and compliance yes that's what i'm looking for so all that mattered was that god said he should do it so he did no excuses however valid his excuses would have been at the point so the question right now is when are you or when am i going to stop giving excuses and start taking responsibilities for the instruction that God has given us, for the um, parts that God is expecting us to play in his plan and purposes for our life. When are we going to stop giving excuses and start cooperating with God in the tango dance that we are supposed to be doing as regarding our purposes and our destinies in this life? So, I don't know, for me, I wonder how long it's going to take me to get to the level of surrender and deep-rooted trust in God, to be able to just you know when god just says go i just get up and go even if he's sending me into the wilderness or when he says stay i'm just going to stay even if i'm getting burned by fire or whatsoever so guys that's something for us to ponder on today and i really just hope that by god's grace at some point we're just going to go to a level where we can fully obey god whether or not it makes sense to other people or whether or not there is someone who is enticing us to do differently or whether or not there's someone who has upset us and then you know because of that we get to do something differently than the way god has asked us to do it so guys thank you for listening in today um i'm so happy that you guys listened in and i hope that this has blessed someone let me know if there is anything you'd like to share if there is any question any comments you can just send me a direct message on instagram at hooked on christ thank you once again for joining in, and have a lovely day bye